whatever position. Um, if you do carry a lot of back tension, you could put a bolster behind your knees. Or if you know you have a lot of low back pain, you could put legs over the couch or uh, over a chair. So welcome to tonight's class five of 12 in this um, connection and relaxation series. It's also uh, themed around the yamas and niyamas, which are yoga's ethical principles for connection to self and others, um, as well as mini preparation for meditation. So throughout the 12 weeks, each class will have a, a theme around connecting to either yourself or to others, um, as well as some breath practices that are working towards uh, preparation for meditation. And the last two classes in the series, um, 11 and 12, will be um, strictly a seated meditation practice. So tonight's theme is non-attachment, um, the ability to let go, to pack lightly for this journey in life. While attachment doesn't mean not caring, it actually is actually caring deeply with the ability to enjoy fully um, without having any of our attachments, um, you know, throw us out of center. So allowing yourself just to mentally arrive to the space. Letting go of anything that might be left undone from your day. Any leftover um, emotions, thoughts from any conversations or any activities that were happening before class. Just arriving here with the intention of being curious what shows up in your own body for you tonight. Without any expectation or judgments, just curiosity and a sense of play. Noticing the quality of the mind as you arrive on your mat. The quality of your breath. And any physical sensations that are at the forefront of your awareness right now. Inviting all the senses to quiet and turn from their normal function, receiving stimulus from the external world, just redirecting them and inviting them inward. Maybe you can sense your own heartbeat or your pulse somewhere in the body. Sensing into the places the body rests or is most heavily connected into your mat. The surface area of the connection point at the back of the head. The place where the shoulder blades come to rest into the surface beneath you. And whether that connection point feels the same or different, left to right side in the body.
Noticing how the arms are held in space. In any areas that are connected to the floor, just noticing again whether they're the same or different left arm to right arm. All the places where the arms start to rest away from the floor. Whether that's the space beneath the wrist or where the arms actually come off the ground. and traveling throughout the length of the spine, the back body. From the shoulder blades down into the natural curve of the low back. And in through the back of the pelvis. And does the body weight feel even, balanced throughout the pelvis? Or does one hip feel higher or lower than the other? Allowing this noticing to travel down the legs. Noticing the internal or external rotation. and how each leg is held in space. Sensing all the way down into the knees and toes. Just noticing if each knee, each set of toes is pointed in the same or different direction than the other side. Seeing the entire body here connected and at rest, supported by the surface beneath you. And now noticing the quality of mind. The speed or rate of breath. And that simple practice of noticing starts to slow down the mind, body, and breath. Coming back to the breath and noticing where with each inhale and exhale, where you sense the physical body expanding and contracting. Part of the body, can you sense the most movement with each breath? And then can you intentionally invite the breath into the space of the low belly? If it helps you sense into this better, you can allow the hands to come to rest on the low belly below the belly button. So that with each inhale, the belly rises into the space beneath the hands. And if this is a new sensation for you, if it feels challenging or weird to breathe into this low belly area, that's okay. 
Just keep bringing the mind back to the awareness of the breath at the belly. Letting your exp yourself experience this deep, full breath. Noticing any noise that might be in the breath. And can the breath be so slow and sweet and effortless that it can come to near silence? With this deep, quiet breath, can you start to make the inhale flow seamlessly into the exhale, eliminating the pause between the two parts of breath? Breath becomes one continuous loop. If it helps to visualize to slow the breath down, imagine inhaling from your tailbone all the way up to the crown of the head and letting that inhale transition seamlessly into the exhale from the crown back to the tail. You can take a mental count of the length of both pieces of breath. So inhaling, taking a count from tail to crown, exhaling and counting crown to tail. You can let go of that practice whenever you feel complete. Thinking of that breath as our greatest teacher. And just like the breath gives us nourishment, so does life in the form of our homes, our work, relationships, finances, routines, and beliefs. There is nourishment from all of them until we get attached, often unconsciously, and then disturb ourselves with expectations, opinions, judgment, or disappointment because we forget to trust life, exhale, and let go. So when you're ready, I'll invite you to bend your knees and bring your feet flat on the mat. Starting like we always do with a recalibration of the spine. So as you start from neutral, from this starting position, 
taking your next inhale and sending the tailbone in to the floor beneath you. Letting this be slow and small to start. We're just going to touch a dime that is on the floor beneath your tailbone. The slightest bit of pressure. And exhale, releasing that low back back to neutral. These initial passes, the spine is staying fairly quiet and still. But with each inhale, each tilting of the pelvis, each pressing of the tail towards the mat, invite a little bit more of that low back into the arch. Each exhale softening back to neutral. It's not so important how high you come into the arch or how quickly, but how slow and controlled can you release out of that backline contraction back to neutral? If it is available to you in your shoulders, I invite you to put the hands behind the head, supporting the weight of the head. And as you continue to invite the arch all the way up the length of the spine, as that arch starts to approach the shoulder blades, the shoulder blades draw back towards the spine gently pressing the elbows back into the floor beneath you. Sensing into that full expansion of arch with the inhale. Exhaling, softening, releasing from shoulders all the way back down to tail. Even the knees can drift away from each other slightly, allowing the full body to find the, ex the fullest expression of this flowering arch. Even the chin can rise or rise slightly towards the ceiling, bringing the little smallest amount of neck extension into that full pattern arch. All contraction is ease filled and in your pain free range of motion. Starting to head back towards neutral. Taking a pause and reconnecting to that deep belly breath.
If your arms have had enough of behind the neck, you can allow them to come back alongside the body. Inhaling here in neutral. And as you take your next exhale, starting to tilt the pelvis in the opposite direction, sending the tail towards the ceiling. Starting to engage the lower abdominal muscles. Sensing the back of the pelvis start to press into the floor beneath you. Again, it's not important how strong of a contraction you bring to those abdominal muscles, but rather how slowly can release out of the contraction back to neutral and pause. Inviting more and more of the abdominal muscles to come online with each pass. Eventually bringing that frontline contraction all the way up into the upper muscles of the chest. So the heads of the shoulders can rise towards the ceiling. Or if you would like the full load version of flower and curl, you can again bring the hands behind the head. So that as you come into the upper body portion, the elbows rise towards the ceiling. The hands support the weight of the head bringing the upper body, head, and neck into the sweetest of curl. Looking for any of those jumpy or shaky spots coming into the abdominal contraction, but even more so releasing out of it. And then wherever you're at, starting to head towards a full release, softening back to neutral, taking pause and allowing the arms and legs to extend. Just giving yourself a moment to scan the body head to heels. Noticing anything that may have shifted since the beginning of practice. So for our next practice, we're gonna do a shoulder exploration. 
So you can either just do it supine on your back with your knees bent like we were. If you have a spinal strip and you want to use that, feel free. Um, if you don't have a spinal strip but you want a little bit of added um, support, you could use a folded blanket like we've done in class before, uh, but it's fine, totally fine to just be on your back. As long as you have some room uh, for your arms to be um, out to the sides and, and overhead, so you're not running into anything. So if you are on a strip, just remembering to keep the knees bent to avoid added tension on the low back. And so with arms alongside the body, knees bent, feet flat on the mat, palms facing the ceiling, thinking about that right shoulder, the head of the right shoulder, and starting to allow it to float up towards the ceiling, engaging those muscles of the upper right chest. Easy does it. I'm curious about connecting to a slow and controlled release of that right shoulder all the way back to the mat. Paying attention in your own body. Noticing if you can keep the head and neck soft. Does that left side want to get involved to help? Just how slow and small can you make that right shoulder protraction and release? particularly through that last inch of movement. You really slow down looking for any of those sticky spots. And then heading towards stillness with the right shoulder. And coming to, into that same exploration of the left shoulder. Noticing what might be the same or different on this side. Starting to let both shoulders find stillness and heaviness. Checking in with any tension that might be in the jaw or the face. Then we're gonna allow both arms to float up towards the ceiling, fingertips towards the ceiling. Arms extended. 
And keeping the arms and elbows straight, but without locking the joints. And again with the right side, just reaching the fingertips of the right side towards the ceiling. Being mindful if you're on the strip of having a foot position that is wide enough to keep you stable. Just coming into that right side, reach and release. this pass, allowing that right shoulder blade to come slow and controlled all the way back. Feeling any tension knots coming across the edge of your strip. And then switching sides and trying that same exploration with the left arm. Noticing again what is the same or different on this side. And when you're complete on the pass that you're on, just allowing the arms to come back to the mat. Palms to the ceiling. And coming into the lift of the heads of both shoulders together in tandem. Two or three passes, engaging both shoulders, both upper chest muscles, Getting curious about finding a smooth and controlled release of both shoulders at the same time. Back to the mat. It's a curious practice to pair this movement with the breath so that your nice, long, slow inhale matches the length of the shoulders coming into the lift and the full, slow length of the exhale matches the time it takes for those shoulders to come back to the floor. Starting to head back towards neutral. Back to taking a pause. Again, checking in with the face. Connecting to that deep belly breath. And letting the shoulders be heavy. Even just contrasting and comparing here at rest, left shoulder to right shoulder. 
And once again, bringing the arms straight into extension, fingertips towards the ceiling. And sensing into the nice neutral spine that you have here. And then starting to allow the arms to float overhead into the space above your head or beyond the head, but not going beyond the ears. And as the arms float slowly overhead, paying attention to that upper back space between the shoulder blades and the neck. And only going so far where that upper back doesn't start to arch off of the strip. When you found that edge, bringing yourself back, bringing the arms back towards the ceiling. We're trying to notice what the true range is of our shoulders, of the arm bones in the shoulder joints. So at that edge point, it's actually the upper back that starts to arch to give us more range. And can we stay true where the arm bones naturally want to go in the shoulder socket. Not forcing ourselves beyond that. And the next time you find yourself with fingertips towards the ceiling, just taking pause there, letting the palms face each other if they're not already. Imagining you had a beach ball hovering above your chest, about the width of your shoulders. And giving that beach ball a gentle squeeze so that you can feel the chest muscles engage. And then easy does it, allowing the backs of the hands to travel towards the floor. Softening out of that squeeze. Sensing into the shoulder blades as they slide closer to the spine and the arms come to rest on the floor. If you're scrunched for time, you can play with different angles of this movement. The arms don't have to be out at 90. They could be at 45 degrees. All kinds of different muscles in there and the trapezius and the rhomboids that are running at all different angles. So you can feel free to take a couple of passes and try out different angles. Just see what shows up for you in those backline muscles. this last opening just slow and sweet allowing the arms to start to head towards taking pause at rest on the on the mat
if you are on the strip, you can release yourself from it. Wherever you're at, allowing yourself to find um, a full extension of legs and arms. And again, just taking a moment to scan the body. Breathing deep into that low belly. Noticing anything that has changed for you. We're going to transition on to laying on your left side. If you have your bolster handy, uh, we're going to hold that between the two arms. If you don't have a bolster, you could use a blanket or a pillow or just hands stacked on top of each other, arms extended palm to palm, whatever works. And so that the knees are bent at 90, like you were sitting in a chair. Uh, if you have a blanket so that you can put it underneath your head so that your head is a natural extension of the spine. Perfect. I'm just checking in with your backline awareness. Be just taking a pass between arch and flatten, kind of establishing what your neutral is in this side lying position. The hips feel, feel stacked, one on the other, shoulders are stacked. One side, one shoulder isn't drawn back further than the other. So with palms facing each other, either supported on the bolster or not, starting to draw back that right shoulder blade closer to the spine, allowing the top hand to slide along the bolster or along the bottom hand. Retracting the right shoulder and then easing out of that. If you had a TheraBand, you could actually tie it to something that so that you had the resistance of drawing that back. I'm gonna have to play with that in a future session. For now, just sensing into that same shoulder blade retraction we were doing on our backs in this sideline position. lower load here in sideline. And when you find yourself in neutral or palms connected, Heading in the opposite direction and sending the fingertips away from the body. Feeling in that right shoulder blade as it glides away from the spine. Keeping the head and neck relaxed. Sensing into muscles behind the shoulder blade lengthening.
looking for any stickiness, any tension points along that protraction and release. And then letting that shoulder blade tick-tock between the two movements, reaching beyond, and then alternating with retracting, drawing back. Which movement feels more ease-filled in your body tonight? The next time you find yourself in neutral, just taking pause there. Taking a moment to connect with that deep belly breath, feeling the expansion between hip crest and rib cage as you take that full belly breath. And allowing yourself the time to transition and set up on the other side. Same setup, knees at 90. Checking in with a neutral back, spine, shoulders stacked, hips stacked, arms extended out in front of you. Either palm to palm or supported on a bolster or blanket. Same as we did on the right side. Now with this left shoulder blade, starting to draw it back towards the spine. Retracting the left shoulder. Trying to pair that movement with the natural length of the breath. And then with the next pass, as you're releasing out of that Retraction, or sorry, protraction. Retraction. Starting to head in the opposite direction. Sending the fingertips long out from the body. Feeling the left shoulder blade slide away from the spine. Gentle reaching into extension. Softening, releasing back to neutral.
Letting yourself seesaw back and forth between those two movements of the shoulder blade. Starting to head towards stillness. Taking pause the next time you find yourself in neutral. Connecting to that belly breath and feeling into the expansion of the left side body. And our final exploration tonight is going to be a stabilizing movement for the shoulder blades. So getting yourself set up on your back. If it's available to you having the chair up against the wall so that as you're laying on your back, you can reach overhead and get the webbing of your thumb and fingers around the base of the legs of the chair to press into. So set up with the knees bent, arms overhead, so that you are far enough away so that you have a little bit of give, get a little bit of arm bend that you can press into those chair legs with. Great. So again, this we're not we're not weightlifting or bodybuilding by any stretch of the imagination. But just like when we've done when we use mini bridge to stabilize the pelvis, this um, shoulder press is really stabilizing for the shoulder shoulder girdle after we've done some of that freedom exploration creating movement. So just letting. Both hands find a little bit of gentle pressure into those chair legs. Feeling the shoulder blades slide up the spine with the press and soften back to neutral with release. And then taking pause and just pressing with the right hand two or three times. And can you make it slow and small enough so that it's just the right shoulder blade working? The head, the neck aren't getting involved. The left shoulder is staying quiet. And switching sides, letting the right side find stillness and doing the press with the left side. What is the same or different? And just finishing up with two or three presses again of both 
arms, both shoulders, even 10% slower and smaller through the release. Inhaling, press, exhaling, soften and release. When you're complete, allowing the arms to come alongside the body and taking whatever position you want for relaxation. If you want a blanket or a bolster behind your knees, like I've been doing for all of these recorded practices, these shorter practices, it's just guiding you into relaxation, stopping the recording and the call, and you're free to just lay here as long as you would like. So I won't bring you back to seated. We will just end with relaxation. And so because this series is aimed towards building or building the preparation practice for meditation, tonight's relaxation is going, going to be a guided breath visualization. But before we start that, I'll just leave you with the integration work for the next couple of days. So in the next couple of days, whether it's upon waking or before going to bed, I'd like you to notice your breath. And so as you take those first breaths in the morning, consciously or before going to sleep, inhaling and thinking about the ways, the different things in your life nourish you. And on the exhale, think about anything that you might need to let go of, what's no longer serving you. And do the things in your life make you feel light or weighed down? What expectations are you hanging on to? Anything that you were clinging to, whether it's experiences, emotions, thoughts, or habits and beliefs. And then let it, giving your letting go muscles some exercise with that practice. finding your attention being brought back to the places where the back body is connected to the surface beneath it. Thinking about that steady, even flow of breath. The inhale flows seamlessly into the exhale without pause. Inhaling from the bottoms of the toes all the way up to the crown of the head. Exhaling from the crown all the way back down to the toes. Continually tracing this path of breath through the body with the mind.
And the next time you exhale from the crown, exhaling only to the ankles. Inhaling from the ankles to the crown of the head. Tracing the slightly shorter loop with the breath through the body with the mind. With the next exhale, exhaling from the crown to the knees and inhaling from the knees to the crown. Exhaling from the crown to the navel and inhaling from the navel to crown. Exhaling from the crown to the heart center. Inhaling from heart center to crown. Exhaling to the throat and inhaling from throat to crown. Exhaling to the forehead. Inhaling from the forehead to the crown. Exhaling from crown again, all the way through the body down to the bottoms of the feet. Inhaling from the bottoms of the feet all the way back to the top of the head. Letting the breath be smooth and steady. Without pause. Without sound. <laughs> 